Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslenko, pastor of the community of Saints Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isadoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 2, Episode 34 of this podcast. We'll hear Father Mark's homily from October 27, 2019, the 30th Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year C. The Gospel for this week is Luke, Chapter 18, Verses 9-14. through 14. Let's listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Jesus addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself. O God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I pay tithes on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance, and would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast and prayed, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. An individual that is featured in an inspirational book composed of stories of simple people who live inspirational lives is a fellow by the name of Bernard. Bernard is a basket weaver from Kenya. And Bernard, in his portrayal of himself, said this, I am blind, but my eyes, the eyes of my soul, see the beauty around me. As I weave my baskets, I smile. I am happy where I belong and accept myself just as I am. The eyes of his soul see the beauty around him. What do the eyes of our soul perceive? As we look out to the world, as we look within ourselves, as we look at our brothers and sisters, what do we see? You see, we can become so immersed in our secular concerns, and even so immersed in an incorrect understanding of our faith, that the eyes of our soul actually remain closed. And we see only what we want to see, 
but what others tell us we should see. We're afraid to see the truth of who we are and who, of who others may be. If we find ourselves in a difficult place, we often put our difficulties aside so that the face we show others is a face that is more presentable or acceptable. If we find ourselves grieving, we may be ashamed of the fact that we're grieving and hide the reflection of that grief from even those closest to us. If we find ourselves struggling with a personal difficulty, we may find ourselves somewhat ashamed because others won't accept the truth if I tell them what's really going on. We live life with a false self, a self that we often create that is presentable to others and based on what we should be doing, ought to be doing, or feel we must do. Always feeling, perhaps, that we're coming up short on the road of contentment and happiness. And perceiving and living life out of our false self then causes us to embrace these illusions even more deeply. Illusions about my brother or my sister sitting next to me, about how humanity should look and how we ought to act and how we ought to behave. Illusions that are based more on anxiety and fear rather than the reality of truth. What do the eyes of your soul see? As you sit here today, can you honestly say before God and those sitting around us that you're happy with the person you find yourself to be? In our journey of life, we really put on these masks and live out of these illusions when really all that is required at the end of the day is that we know who we are, that we know who we are, and that we're able to be who we are without regret and without feeling we need to change the mask to make it more presentable to the person next to me. To live life sincerely, without hypocrisy, and without pretense is really a life lived in the way that God envisions life for his children. With sincerity of heart, without pretense, and without hypocrisy. A life lived humbly. You see, Bernard and others who deal with difficulties and challenges, 
can easily see those difficulties and those challenges as roadblocks to contentment, as roadblocks to happiness, as roadblocks to being who they really ultimately think they should be or what they see others doing. Always missing an attempt at grace, an attempt to be who they are and find that peace within. A life of sincerity. You see, what happens in our pursuit of our faith is that we often can find ourselves saying all the right prayers, doing all the right rituals, believing all the right things, and still at the end of the day, the eyes of our soul remain closed. And we see only what we want to see and not what really is. Let's face it. Each one of us has a story to tell, a story about who we are and how we became who we find ourselves to be today. It's a story that is filled with a lot of wonderful memories and encounters and circumstances and embraces, but it's also a story that is filled with a lot of struggle, with a lot of error and mistake, and I would dare say perhaps even regret. A story that is unique unto ourselves, a story that begs to be told, but a story perhaps that we're afraid to share because others might judge or ridicule or even condemn. As we pursue our lives, we are so embraced in the culture of our world that we forget really what God wants us to do. And all we really need to do is pursue the path to the sacred and not get our cues solely from the secular. To realize the essence of the divine within and the call to really nurture, develop, and enhance and live out of our soul. So that regardless of whether we have physical sight, we can still perceive and know the beauty around us. The beauty of the stories of our brothers and sisters who journey through life with us. The beauty of a story. And as we begin to appreciate this, we begin to see in ourselves our woundedness. As we're able to accept the barnacles and the sinfulness and the mistakes and the errors that I have made in my journey of life, how much easier it is for me to then understand the wounds in the person sitting next to me. As much as I'm able to appreciate my own level of confusion about myself and who I am and what I'm called to be, the more I can appreciate the confusion that may be in the minds and hearts of the person I am with. You see, at the end of the day, if we humbly embrace our lives, 
we're going to see square on that we're a mix of blessings and a mix of weakness, a mix of successes and of sin. And that we only can be who we are, ultimately be who we are, the truth of who we are, by placing ourselves humbly at the mercy of God, at the mercy of God, because he alone is responsible for who we are and what we shall one day become. So that having lived life humbly, having seen beyond the restrictions of our secular world, when we close our eyes in death, we do so with confidence in that unconditional mercy of God, completely aware of our sinfulness and how dependent we are on his grace to then bring us where we need to be. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.